Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. It's a big one. It is Friday, January 21st. In this episode, Liverpool get past Arsenal. United luck out against our ex-girlfriend, Brentford. But first, Mike, how do you feel after scoring two goals in nine seconds in the 95th minute? I feel alive. I feel alive. I feel great. I feel amazing. It was the best three to four minutes of Tottenham fandom since the Ajax Lucas Moore miracle in 2019. And that is not even close to an exaggeration. It has been tough sledding since that goal went in literally. And uh, it was that moment of, of just invincibility. You're like, Oh my God, literally anything is possible. Um, I was sitting here with my brother who's visiting for the week and we were chatting about, uh, you know, we were talking about the game how betting on Tottenham was a sucker bet. I had friends when it was one, one ask me like, Mike, what do you think? Like hit Tottenham live. And I was like, fucking don't do that. And then Lester went up two one. I was like, I told you like, this is just what they do. The expected goals, depending on what site you, you look at, there's a couple of numbers. It's five. They were expected to score five fucking goals in this game. It's insane. Well, didn't I I shared shared it with you somewhere in the, at the, at the half. I was like, Whoa, what is going yeah. on? It was oh, yeah. 22 to 10. All over them. Yeah. All Killing over them. them. Yeah. Um, so it was a win that they deserved, that they didn't deserve, that they ended up getting uh, miraculously. It felt unbelievable. Hoybier well, it was, it, has it, caught it, a lot was, of shit it, from Tottenham fans. Has caught a lot of shit on this show. Hoybier was amazing. <laughs> Matt Doherty, fantastic for 45 minutes. So uh, I don't think Royal's going to play again. He may not. And and there's a lot. It's not good. That just everything finally started to click a little bit in that game. Like I said, five expected goals through the whole ninety minutes. Now, I was listening. Plenty we can talk about about how how Leicester found their way to the back of the net twice. Uh, That's still same old Tottenham. You Uh, were both Spursy and anti-Spursy in the same game. And there's multiple videos of the the difference between like the sections between uh, the end of the away support. And come on in. All right. We've got a guest host. Uh, he's going to need headphones. He's going to need headphones. Well, he can have one of mine. It's fine. Good evening. Yeah, it's, hey, brother. Uh, how are you? My brother, Chris. Uh, good one day, sir. Um, yeah. Just so going through the Tottenham game. We're talking about the Tottenham game. Oh, we are. Uh, we're trying to figure out how how that happened. And then at the, at the same time, like like at the, at the line, I saw multiple videos at the line of the away support. There's Leicester fans like, fuck you, you fucking bottlers. And in the same second of the video, the guy turns the camera and Bergvine is played in by Kane. And the guy literally, you see his soul leave his fucking body. And it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. So, but I do, I do want to, I, I mean, do there's wanna... a lot there. Hugo Lawrence signs a two year contract. I think it was two years. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of hope in Tottenham yeah. land. And as yeah. I look at the schedule, they fucking have to go to Stanford Bridge again on Sunday. Why are you afraid like, of Chelsea? We'll get we'll get into Chelsea. I'm not afraid of them. I'm just but tired let of me, them. Let <laughs> me let me right. But let me go through the go scores. There were there yeah. were a handful of midweek scores that we have to cover. First, Burnley Watford is canceled again. Burnley have five games in hand. My beloved Brighton put the fucking whoop onto Chelsea at home. One one draw. A Thundering header from the best team still no one respects. Even though expected goals say it wasn't close, it was close. Brighton were good. Chelsea still not good. We just discussed it. Leicester 2, Spurs 3. Leicester are terrible. 
Daka scored, which is nice. Madison scored, which was nice. Soyenchu is the best worst player I've ever seen collapse into nothing faster than, I don't know. And then Brentford won Manchester United three. Brentford was so, so good in the first half. They did exactly what we wanted them to do. They got that 25 minutes of thunder. They did everything they were supposed to, but United simply are better. I had a thought about this. And Brentford are clearly trying to do finishes for precision and not power. And that hurt them in this game. And I think that is like wrapping up week 16 and week 24. There's a lot of things being mixed together. We don't know what week of the season we're in. We're catching up with games. We're going to have midweek games the rest of the season. But let us get deeper a little bit into Spurs before we go to... I think Liverpool, Liverpool Arsenal yeah. goes it is the right path. What I really liked about this, and you mentioned it, is Hoiberg passing forward. Yeah, finally. <laughs> like, right, he's, like, it, it's but it, but but what I noticed was remember we talked about Winks the same way. Conte getting into them that it's if you pass this ball sideways one more fucking time, I'm gonna kick you so hard up the ass, I'm gonna pull my wig out of your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, he's just enough. Just, we're better than these people. Go get them. That's Soyenshu. He's terrible. Kick his ass. Again, by the way, we talked about this 10 weeks ago. Fucking Peter Schmeichel is the problem. No one wants to say it. (laughs) Peter and Casper, all the Schmeichels. Peter taught him to be the problem. Whatever. He's old. He gives up goals. I don't know where he was going with Bergwijn. Um, I don't think that. Well, his hesitancy it, was the problem, right? As soon as Kane plays that ball, if you come off your line, you probably get there. But right? here's the thing. Like, a back four lives first from their goalkeeper. That's the first thing you need. Sure. <laughs> right? Okay. And it's clear there's something wrong, and maybe it's because they know they've defended balls that – Schmeichel has stopped before that he no longer stops. Well, it takes an adjustment period, right? You're like, you assume that that is effectively a a chance that's squashed, right? And you're like, all right, that's, you know, I don't almost, you put it out of your mind. And also at the same time, Bergvine's coming on and he's totally fresh. He's finally had 50 minutes warm up and he, like King just said, go get it. Yeah. And And the other thing is, I I will be fair, like, this isn't the game to pick on Schmeichel. He made like 47 saves. No, he was great. (laughs) He was actually quite good in this game. And he, but you're right. But statistically, this year, he has not been very good at all. Yeah. Um, So, actually, quick, I haven't ever looked at the stats of him historically, but in those years when Lester was really performing, was he having one of those years where he was performing? Whatever the expected goals against, he was doing much better. They don't, I don't think they have it that far back. He's been historically good. But this season he has been bad. All right. Yeah. No, and the fair. best and the best goalkeeper is Jose Sa by a lot. Like it's like yeah. No, and and he's eight, he's killed Wolves in games almost by himself. Wolves Wolves refuses to have more than a goal in the entire game. Right. Period. Yeah. It's like no. All right. So Leicester are minus three and a half, which isn't too bad. They were worse. They've gotten better. So maybe Schmeichel's gotten better. But now De Gea is now at plus ten. <laughs> Like, He's having a renaissance here too, though. I mean, yeah. and and we talked about it. How I picked him uh, in in our what halfway team of the yeah. season for for keeper of the year. Yeah, and I, I get the Ramsdale hype uh, because he wears a Gunner shirt, and he's in the conversation. But the correct answer is Saw. 
I went with De Gea. Um, but there were there, there's two or three. Reputation plus. Right, right, right. But no, I mean, and, and if you were what we probably should have done, by the way, was have the best and the worst 11 of, of the year. And we should do way, that at the end did, of the season. Did you Remind notice that. that Brentford ditched their goalkeeper that I said sucked? Yes. Yeah. They, they Brentford, big fans of the show, obviously. Uh, yeah. I was but, like, yeah. this guy's not good. He's got to go. No. Well, who was it? They're, well, the, their, their starter got hurt and you called it up right away. Yeah. You can draw a straight line between their ascendancy, that injury, and their frankly current form. And we're going two, three months later on this. So they'll be um, fine. I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but, but yeah. So oh, I, I mean, he has, they, I, they, nobody knows anyone's names on Brentford. It's okay if we don't know their names. I know. Well, all right. I know so Brian, we I know Brian Embuemo has hit the post 47 times. Yeah. And that's the key thing that I know. And that they don't shoot hard. They all were doing side footed shots yep. and they have four Danish people in the midfield. Now it's a little too much for me. That's, that's too much, too much, too many Danish. Uh, <laughs> and there was interesting. <laughs> Chris actually saw the end of that game. It was three nil United and Brentford score a late kind of consolation goal. And what was the line that Peter Drury had? Oh, it was devastating. He <laughs> gets all excited and he just goes, Oh, and there it is. And so it's during the day. I'm, looking at my computer, so I don't know how much time's left on the clock. There it is, and Brentford has a marginal interest. And I was just like, oh, oh. Peter Drury, Peter Drury, one of the all times. Yeah, like, but they they they, they got a they got a goal they deserved. I think the thing for Brentford sure. is, and we can we can just slip into that game, is just United played badly in the first half and could have easily been losing by a lot. Like they hit the post twice, I think. Uh, you know, De Gea, again, saving their ass. And they're just not quite in the right space. I think Rangnick is figuring out he can't play the Deuces Wild formation, which I'm calling it because I want to put some American football. <laughs> two, 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 two. Yeah, some American football style. We're, do, we're running Deuces Wild. Uh, but And he has figured out if I'm going to play Ronaldo, I got to have people running with him. So he put Alanga and Greenwood in. Elanga is a runner. This is the thing that United under Woodward had had have not been able to figure out. It's if you don't have guys who work or your super size don't work, you have to put guys who work in. Like the first thing a player needs to do is work. If you have all all class, all flash, you lose. So yep. he's finding guys who will work and have enough quality to get, you know, Rashford. Sancho, Sancho, you can't play until you run like Alanga. Right, Period. exactly. And and what do we? I mean, it's not quite. It's sort of the. It's like one level above the what we always call Englishness on the show, right? Like, like it's it's the 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 get stuck in the piece where you need to go get the ball, win the 50-50 so that you can free Ronaldo or Greenwood or whoever but, on the listen, wing, right? The Milner gene. The Milner gene. Yeah. That's actually a good. We might use that. Football cliches are in. There is truth. You earn the right to play. You've got to run. You've got to win 50-50s. Then you can go do your thing. And that's right. what uh, my guy, Cucurella, you want Cucurella on Spurs. Please. Fine. Yes. Please please go watch. Go, go. Everyone, go look at Brighton games and watch Cucurella and Lamptey. Oh. Oh. I, I would take Lamptey. I would take Lamptey. But we'll see. Maybe well, so maybe, everyone else in Europe. Maybe uh, maybe Doherty's Well, not Chelsea. They let him go. They just ditched his ass. Yeah. By the way, I was watching. Uh, I was watching the ESPN show that I know you think I'm retarded for watching, but I watched it anyway. Uh, what Craig Burley? Yeah, and Burley stops in the middle of it, and he's just like talking about Chelsea being bad, and he takes a beat and he goes, 
they had De Bruyne and Salah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that today. So, yeah, we were, so we were just talking about it. I saw um, in passing either, I don't know if it's in effect or being floated, a rule of a cap of a man alone player. They're trying to work on it, yes. Yeah. So, and I was just making the point of how I'm in favor of it. It is, for- it is only to international. You can't loan internationally. You have to keep them internally. But oh. FIFA will then try to sort of force the countries to do that. Think the thing that's crazy anyway, it's about a step in the right direction. It seems like of and that's a biased statement to be fair. Like whether you agree with that or not, my I, whole point was I felt that the current system allowed for just kind of an abuse of the example of letting De Bruyne and Salah go while also stunting the growth of how many other players. I don't know. I like the deregulated nature of football and i don't like the idea of fifa telling the world how to manage their leagues fuck you we do it how we do it okay here's so if it were to come for the fa as opposed to right like, if it's a, if it's like you don't don't tell me okay. how to fucking run my league that's fair because i think about it in terms of like weird mls things like don garber is always like if fucking Roger Goodell had to deal with a, a governing body that was two levels up from my league, he would lose his mind. Like the idea that FIFA's rules can affect the MLS. They're just like, fuck you. It's my goddamn league in my right. country. I want to do what the fuck I want. We're having goddamn shootouts and the clock's going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> right. And it doesn't work, of course. But anyway, uh, we should probably get into Liverpool, Arsenal. I yeah. can watch. The whole I did, we did, we did. Um, oh, okay. and, and I so, so Arsenal, Chris is as our resident first, Liverpool fan who he had uh, the first 15 minutes Arsenal, I'd say they definitely oh, did. Yeah, no, they were oh, they yeah. came out hot. That was, yeah, absolutely. I'll let you take the floor there, Liverpool fan. Yeah, no, so they came out hot. Martinelli proved all the Trent haters correct on his defense for the first 15 minutes. It was just which is that, yeah, no, yeah. I, and I'm not, I'm not defending it. I, <laughs> He, I don't like when he's one on one. Put it that way. <laughs> you, you can see it's a, there's a basketball thing. You can see it. He doesn't get in a stance. He's too upright. He's hesitant. He's he's literally like, what's this guy gonna do every? No, time he he's stands. One-on-one. He's way too upright. He's yeah. not on his toes. Like, and guys hesitant. just go past him. It, yeah. He, listen, it doesn't mean you don't play him. He's fucking incredible. Yeah. No, but the, <laughs> the people were like, he's flawless. I'm like, guys, come on. He's but, very nice. Yeah. No. He's, he's and really he proved good. it in both the goals. Incredible yeah. passes, just like yeah. get yeah. the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. Dude. Also, how about that Tiago Jota? Yeah. Um, I had said earlier, I was kind of making the point of he reminded me of when Mane came over, and just after a while, like I don't know, I'm always a little hesitant to jump on the new signing. Like, oh, this guy scored a couple goals right away. He, like, I just always hate that kind of perspective. And Jota just for probably, what, 12, 18 months, just consistent performances when healthy and doing everything, kind of talk about making all the runs and doing everything you need. Absolutely love them. So well, I have I have an interesting thought. So, so we know Arsenal are through the moment, the momentum we talked about with, oh, sorry, our, uh, Liverpool are through to the final? Yep, to yeah, the final. final. The final, okay. Against, against Chelsea. Potentially Chelsea. Against Chelsea, yeah. That'll be, that would have been tough a month ago. Now I don't think it's so tough. Uh, depending on when Salah and Mane come back. But I have a big question for you. You have that front three of Firmino, Mane, and Salah. Salah. They're on over five years together. Unheard of. No three players have played together up front like that ever. It's 
bizarre. It's like the core four time. It would be if like those guys had played even longer, like 20 years together. Who should go with the knowing that you have Jota? Um, to be honest, I don't think there's a right answer because I think it's there's an answer. I, think, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think you keep I think you turn it into a four man committee. Exactly, mm-hmm. basically what they're doing, and then yeah. Firmino eventually is the one who bites the dust. Unless you can get, you're not going to get any market value for any of them at this point. Really, are you that's kidding? Worth, no, sure you'll, you get, will. you'll get it for sell our money. But we, I was like, I was saying, not market value that's worth getting rid of. I don't want to. No, lose they're not worth. Or no, 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 no. They're not. I'm rip- willing to lose Firmino now, but it's not going to get anything. See, I, th- I think it's the other way around. I think the money is the is the weak link, and I think that Bobby is not. Even though he doesn't score, he's really. <sighs> the midfield number 10 linchpin that you don't know you have that you need because when he's not playing, you don't create anything. The, the reason I don't <laughs> agree with that as much is I don't think that our 4-3-3 works in the way of having the number 10 linchpin the way it did. When we won the Champions League, that was how our offense operated. We don't work like that as much anymore. We're going back to the 2017 Salah up top through the middle. So I totally hear you, but right. Klopp the one that the, the one that the one the team that couldn't defend and would just play up and down. Oh, how fun was that, man? <laughs> it was like the 2013-14 all over. We'd say it all the time. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, you're not. I'm, 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 you're 20 points behind. Just don't worry about it. You're fine. Don't enjoy. It. Enjoy. <laughs> well, no, we, enjoy. We were saying this the other day. I mean, Liverpool, and I, I think there's, I, there's nobody who's going to win other than City. And no, it's like they're a cup team, and it's not. It's not a knock on them. It's no, not it's a knock exactly, on Chelsea. Exactly but the, what it is. But they're a cup team now, and and so now you've got two. Who, cup who's teams who? Who, who who's a cup team now? Liverpool. Well, frankly, fucking everybody except for City. I was going to say uh, Liverpool and Chelsea specifically, right? Because they're in all three con- uh, competitions. Liverpool and Chelsea are literally already in the final in one of them. They're all. They're both. I think they have advantageous matchups in the round of sixteen in the Champions No, League. we did until they redid it and then we got injured. That's correct. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not actually salty about it. It's just the way you teed it up. Like, I, like, come on. Sure, <laughs> sure. But yeah, I mean, so even I, you know. the the thing is, is like even with this sort of sputtering Chelsea and sputtering Liverpool, more due to the the African Cup of Nations and. Who knows if if Van Dyke ever got to 100% and all the things that happened, whatever. The midfield basically disappearing because yeah. Milner and Henderson should never, ever, ever play together. And they do sometimes, which is baffling. Um, but I think they, I think that Liverpool, we've talked about it a million times. I'm sure Mike's brought it up. Liverpool's 11 plus Anfield is the best group in the world. And that 11, everyone knows what that 11 is, right? It's, it's Fabinho, Henderson, and not Milner. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Thiago, Ginny, whoever, whoever yeah, it is, exactly. whoever it is, and then the four Robertson, uh, TAA, you know, yeah. uh, Van Dyke, uh, either Ben Matip, Konate, who fill in the blank. Matip, yeah. I think, is the better one of the, of the. He's 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 taking the role. So we know that that group over two legs with Anfield, if they're there, they win. The thing is, they can't lose one guy. Any piece comes out of that group, and it doesn't work. Yeah, basically, right. Whereas City and we are, I was listening to the the two Robbies podcast and they had they had Steve Boyer on yes of hardcore Manchester United he literally worked for Manchester United TV but at least he's at least fair he's just like the City squad we were saying it's eighteen deep now I think it's twenty five there's just no there's no weak link yeah it's a it's a weak link sport and City literally have no weak link like yeah just bring it up and I didn't even think about it because it because City played so well. No Diaz against Chelsea. 
John Stone just come back out of the fucking wilderness. Yep. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's classic pep, right? Like yeah. throw him into the wolves, see if he can fly. And that way when I need him, he's there. Right. Yeah. And, and this was a game where like, you know, if Chelsea won that game, not even if they drew, if they won that game, then they're not, they're the old guy from Monty Python. Like, oh, I'm not done yet. But like, you're still like, it's still cities to lose by a comfortable margin. Right. Cause at that point you're still, I think six points clear, maybe seven, it would, eight. It would have been seven, seven, seven with Chelsea. a game. So you're right. really realistically between nine and 10. Yeah. Um, so he goes, this is a big one. This is a big test. Let's see how you do. Because in the event that Diaz goes down, that something happens, I can call on you, John Stones. I, and, and, the thing is, we'll I trust John now. Stones. I know that there are portions of some of those seasons where he was the best defender on the team. He and Laporte were fucking incredible. Like, yeah, sure. it's in him. He's in the January 3rd, night 2019 game. It's his foot off the it's line. His, it's his clearance. Come no, on, I know. <laughs> I'm going to kick you because that game, when I mention it, I get goosebumps and I could cry because that was the greatest game. Speaking I've ever seen. of, and you pointed this <laughs> out, Sane shot. Yeah, you pointed this out. Going back to Spurs for a second, it is the latest game in Premier League history to go from down to up and winning, and it ever DC it unseated. You know what it was? My game, twenty eleven. Your game, the Aguero yeah. game. So we, Chris even said like, "Oh man, that was an awesome game." Like it kind of sucks that that's what it beat. And I feel the same way. But you know what? That was fucking awesome. That was good. Here's it wasn't quite Aguero. I mean, we, they, we, we've sort of lost direction on the show, and it's fine because we're probably covering on all the teams we want to cover. But yeah. I do think about, like, glory and where my team is and where Spurs is and where Liverpool are compared to Man United and compared to how they're covered and all these things. Like, Ronaldo throws a pissy fit on the, on the field. It's the lead headline, and everyone talks about the United game, Right. And the Spurs thing was B block in a lot of podcasts. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, wasn't that fun? That's why we love football. So it's that kind of thing. And then sure. cities are always like, I don't know what to say about them, but you know, <laughs> it's like what? Like whereas if it was United playing that way, They'd every the player would be assembled. would be dissected. There would be no question whether it was the greatest team of all time. Right. It, just, it just would be. They just already were, and they Remember would just Ronaldo's have to... going to carry them to the title. He's winning all those games. <laughs> So remember when Ronaldo was going to carry? United I did, to the and title? I thought, and I and yeah. I did say it on the pod. I I really thought that. Oh, actually, Moran, that wasn't even shot at you. Was, no, no, no. Moran, Ronaldo, I thought was the right group of players. We just didn't realize the sort of iceberg of damage that Ole was putting on that team. Like, oh, they just literally thing. haven't been coached for four years. And again, Mourinho might be an asshole. And he might destroy clubs, but he might also not be wrong, right? He might also be like, these guys are fucking assholes. They suck. Like, I can't yeah. work with them at all. I can't. And then I was looking through the seasons the other day just to go through it. And that that um Mourinho team that finished in second to City when they the Centurion team, yeah. he was like, that was my best performance. It was. They led awful. the league in defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they and had 15... Terrible. That was not. That was nothing. That was nothing. The, the, the first year that Maguire was on the team, I think, right? No, no, no. Maguire came after because he threw he, he threw he threw a fucking hissy fit after because he didn't get Maguire. 
Right. He got Bayi instead of Maguire. Mm-hmm. He had Phil Jones and Bayi. <laughs> right, 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 right. So where oh, do you want to go? Well, well, we've got games coming up as uh, later today. So uh, oh I mean, God. it's not much of one. It's Watford and North City. However, it is, is it like one the eighth of the, time they've tried to play. It is, yeah, probably. <laughs> it is one of the biggest games in what's we're is becoming a four man race for for seventeenth place, right? So, <laughs> um, so this one is big for Love me. It's there. bigger for Norwich than it is for Watford, just because Watford still have the oopsies games in hand. But this is a game where you you can't. Either team can't afford to lose, right? If it's a draw similar to Watford Newcastle, no harm, no foul. We live to see another this day. Is, this this is a Watford win, and I'll tell you why. Oh, Watford because can Norwich score. Is fucking terrible. Watford can score. Norwich can't score, and Watford's weakness is the defense, and they will not get broken down by this yeah. team. And so, no, I agree. I think the biggest thing I think this relegation battle is really interesting is. I don't I, I think Burnley has no shot. Those games in hand don't matter. Like I don't I don't think they can score enough unless Cornet goes nuts. I like we talked about it last week. The only thing that makes you think that Burnley is not going down is Dyche. It's all on reputation. There's no reason for that team to stay up. None. No, absolutely. Zero. Like just that they're up for the fight. That's the reason. That's not enough. It's just that they have more rounds in the fight left. And, I, and I'm not going to count them out when the margins are so razor thin. But if we're looking at them on balance, Watford is clearly of the, and we've said this before, of the four teams, the most talented, the most resolute. But what they do have is a trigger happy ownership. And if they lose this game, yeah, not only are they going to lose points in the standings to Norwich, but they might fire Ranieri. He's that close. He's that I, fucking close at I, all times. You have to always account for that with Watford, right? You so do have you to have account for, in, in for mind, madness, for insanity. Yes. What's that? You have to account for always account, tax. Yeah, for variable yeah. change, right? So yeah. it's like so, – so you've got Watford sitting there teetering on disaster, which could be self-inflicted for all we know. But this is a game that, like you said, this is a game that if, you, if you're worth your salt in the Premier League, you go and you beat North City and go, all right, all right. We're you good. guys are there. There is a line between us and you, I mean, it's and you guys wins. battle it out. Two wins takes you way out of that. <clears throat> well, that's and what I'm, I'm saying. And I'm not a um... – here's one thing to think about. Benitez is out there. And yeah. Eddie Howe <laughs> keeps fucking up. How much will will Newcastle just be like, wasn't available when right. we hired Three him. months ago, yeah, right, so, right. I, you know, maybe. <laughs> so will Nuno then be the second longest tenured coach in the league this year? He might be. I don't know. I mean, I don't expect how to get fired, but you don't know. I mean, it's new owners. They, they are a complete black box. They're, yeah, they keep it's buying. It's not worth predicting what they're they, going to do. They keep buying attacking cards. That's what I'm we like, do here. That's, I'm like, <laughs> that's not their problem. They can't stop anything. No, no. Anyway, I haven't but, watched. No, I mean, there, there's, there's so United West Ham uh, going from the relegation fight to the top four fight is a huge one on Saturday. Um, I don't know what to make of really either team recently. Uh, so oh, I'm really West, excited for that one. I'm is that is that is that is it at Old Trafford or, or at that, West Ham? That's at Old Trafford. So I mean, that used to mean something. I don't know that it does right now, but uh, I'm against them at this point. Yeah. I can't – the only thing I can think of is how badly West Ham played against Leeds. Like, they couldn't defend. Uh, 
Zuma's back in training. That's huge for them. That mm-hmm. means that they kind of survived the top four without Zuma, who made a difference for them. There, There's nothing in United's performances that says they are going to beat West Ham. Only historical reasons say that they won't beat West Ham. West Ham are a better team. And they're better too, though. What's that? You could say the same thing about West Ham with United, especially going into Old Trafford. No, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is based on this season, based on coaching, everything says West Ham should be able to go into United and get a result. But the variable is West United are fucking weird. They could just beat them out of the blue because they have so many good players. Like one break, Sancho gets past Cresswell, top bins. You're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) No, But on balance, I don't expect a performance from United on balance that says that they are better than West Ham. They will not perform. They may hang in because that's literally what United do. They hang in and hope De Gea saves them. If De Gea has a bad game, they lose by three. Sure. So you were saying earlier how cliches like they are earned and, you know, they do come up. Talking about no backbone, no spine to the team. That's all I see when I watch United for the last how many years. So anytime they had a flashy, yeah, Sancho and Ronaldo on the counterattack, absolutely terrifying. But over the balance of any duration, I am not worried by that team at all. And to me, West Ham is the exact team where if you don't have that backbone – Unless Ronaldo has a great goal, a corner corner kick where he, he jumps hasn't, 10, he hasn't 10 feet for, higher than everybody and gets that goal. for weeks, though. He hasn't done shit exactly. for weeks. So what? You, you're telling me Antonio or whoever, Bowen, isn't going to grab one and then make it 2 nothing, and United just can't get back. Like they, they just yeah. have, they have no, they have no resources. I, I, I do, do want to give credit to United. One of the things that you felt like they were weak and they would always give up goals. Now, De Gea has been incredible. I I have you have there have been a lot of clean sheets. They haven't done anything going forward. They've muddled things up. So they could prevent West Ham from scoring. I mean, West Ham are not exactly prolific. Bowen is hit or miss. I mean, he fucking should have had a draw. He shanked game. it. Yeah. Shanked it. He just f- didn't use his head. What we like literally. He yeah. both didn't use his head and literally didn't use his head. <laughs> but I mean, uh, going back like on balance, I would say that the cohesiveness of West Ham says, like you said, that they should go in and get a result. Or feel good about the game. Feel good about the game. Regardless of how it comes out. Absolutely. But again, I I still default to the star power on United and it being so scattered around the field. Bruno is is shooting for fun again. I don't know that Sancho will play, but I mean, Alenga is scoring for fuck's sake now. Um, So I think he had two against Brentford yesterday. So, So, yeah, I mean. It was Rashford who scored one. Okay. And again, Rashford's out of the doghouse. So um, if they're able to control the midfield, if listen, this game is going to feel, it feels like it comes down to uh, if Declan, Declan Rice is going to yes. shit out of them. Exactly. If he's able to impose his will <laughs> in the midfield and sort of isolate the Ronaldos and, and, and everybody who's on that attacking third for United, then you could see West Ham at least, at least getting a draw. Comfortably. Well, I mean, I th- it's about for and West Ham. They, 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 they could they could lose and play well is the problem. Like United yeah, can win kinda, and yeah. play badly, which is essentially what they do. They win games playing like crap. Well, that's uh, basically what I, 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 I um, I'm weirdly afraid of this Southampton game for City because weird shit happens. I don't know why. So West, City 
City's kind of due for one of those stinkers. They are, but at the same time, you, you don't have the context of Laurent, who uh, could have a Ferrari and go, man, I really – this thing needs an oil change. By the way, I just, the, the Sunday – Oh, wait, he, City feels that way? Yeah. Wild. I always think that I'm going to lose. But he's self-loathing uh, like you've never seen before. Yeah. And so I think that uh, – yeah, that, let's say they lose to Southampton. Fart noise. Nobody cares. It's still yeah. their league. Yeah. yeah but cool. I do think that Palace against Liverpool at Selhurst is such a, a tricky – That could be tricky. Fucking, such, a ba- such a bad setup. Tricky fixture, especially with the weakness in the midfield of Liverpool. I could see my guy, Connor Gallagher, player well, of the season, fucking getting it done. He's a big game guy. He shows up. He's got the Chelsea gene, right? He shows he's so up. Good. And, and he, he – <laughs> He, you saw him against Tottenham. He was foaming at the fucking mouth because he's like, I like beating these people. He's got, he's going to come out and play. And, and, and Liverpool is already a little bit thin in the midfield. They just played earlier today, yesterday, whatever. Uh, and it's going to be hard for them to turn around. I get they have the extra day on Sunday, but Crystal Palace is sitting there. Like I said, they're waiting for this game. Vieira's going to have them ready. Kristan Bull. Let's yeah. fucking go. I, I don't think Liverpool is going to win that game, but I don't think it's because of the midfield. The Fabinho because, Henderson Jones midfield is that's something. Good. Yeah, Jones. I'm, Jones being like when I saw it, we were talking about it in the uh, build up the Arsenal game. I was like, obviously the lineup's not going to be great. I saw that midfield. I was like, that I'm actually confident they're going to win now. And at no point in the build up was I willing. Yeah, as to long be like, as long as it's going. not Henderson Milner together, I think. Fabinho no, to, and totally agreed. And yeah. they may they may flip that. And they may go Fab Milner um, Jones. Do not whatever. Put- I, 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 I don't. Mean, I would as, rather Henderson as much as the too, world but, loves Milner, and I and I and I. John, I'm not this advocating for him. It's just I just, it's I just tweeted this. Is, it's one of the great <laughs> things is Milner and Wayne Rooney are the same age and came into the league at the same time, and no two <laughs> human faces could look more different and more destructive. And it's literally like the crack photo that they put up of people from Florida. One person drank and smoked their whole yeah. life, and one didn't. And Milner is the one who didn't. Now, it doesn't compare. Like, Rooney's an incredible player, but it just makes you sad. You're like, Ronaldo's playing. He's the same age as Rooney. Milner's playing. He's the same age as Rooney. Now, Rooney will just go, well, I had a better time, so fuck you guys. (laughs) Did you fuck someone's grandmother? Because I did. (laughs) Rooney, you walk into a bar. Rooney looks at the the ex-cop who's just sitting there, just absolutely wasted on a Tuesday night. I got arrested for being drunk while playing for DC United. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. What are you doing? guy <laughs> what who's he yelling at it's like he couldn't get any of the fucking scouse out of him right <laughs> so the sunday slate has four i'd argue good games we talked about think Bur- and burnley probably won't play by the way burnley you think burnley's gonna end up getting postponed oh one more time yeah like 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 daft punk <laughs> <laughs> well it sounds like they are changing the rules because it uh the because the, it's bullshit well that <laughs> The UK has changed. They money. They've completely 180 on restrictions, mandates, passports, well, no everything. Ma- yeah, no masks. They're done. They're done, which is a breath of fresh air. But so, assuming this game goes along, Arsenal, with their tail kicked firmly between their legs, in a game that they had a, a lot to say in, early on at least, um, no Partey, no Xhaka. Are you going to Partey did up? show up. He got back from Africa. No, no, no. Partey, yeah, he got a red card. Partey showed up. <laughs> He landed yeah, but the is, same but is that, Does that red card sub. go to the league? Yep. It's yes, just, they do. It's all FA competitions. Okay. So Xhaka and Partey both gotten red cards in that tie against Liverpool. He, they're both out. So 
they're going to be hurting in the, in the defensive midfield. One would argue Jaka is subtra- addition by subtraction, but Burnley might have Burnley something to say about is this. exactly the team that Arsenal blow the doors off of. I know, but this is historical Arsenal. This is a different Arsenal team, right? Like they and listen, Martinelli will run roughshod over Burnley. Burnley, excuse me. But is he going to play? Because he's sort of made a glass as well. We've been singing his praises for a year now. And it he pains me to game. say this as a gunner, but like he's great, but he can't stay on the field. So is, is Arteta going to play him two games in, in four days? I don't know. This is classic Arsenal. They take these 4-4-2 cloud of dust goon teams and light them up and make you think that they're good. Sure. And then they oh, play oh, good and teams the, and they lose. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, th- this is embarrassingly. Yes. What I'm saying is coming off of the juice of a potential win at home over Liverpool, you know, squad doesn't matter. You beat the Jersey, you go to Wembley in a final against your rival. Uh, no. You yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, che- it's a check again. A lot of Arsenal season has been a check of how they handle things. So right. it's another moment. If they can come up and go, okay, this team's going to try and punch us in the face. We're depleted. They haven't played since, since the fucking cotton gin was created and the first strikes in the coal wells, coal mines happened. And, you know, all these things happened, you know, since uh, Peter, the, the massacre at Peterloo in 1618, whatever, look and look it up. I got it wrong. I think it's 1816. Um, you know, sure. But, uh, you know, the mills will run on time in uh, in fucking Burnley. We're making fucking cotton. OK, it's time. <laughs> Or wool or whatever the fuck those people yeah, yeah, yeah. And sweaters. So that's, uh, but I would like say that. even still, of the four games, that is probably the least interesting. Your uh, beloved Brighton. Let's fucking go! They're, they're winning that game. <laughs> Going into no, Leicester. No, no. They, they, you Leicester don't, having you that don't know how Brighton are. Brighton are not beating Leicester. <laughs> they're going to Brighton pout. are going to throw gonna, that out game. Let me rephrase. They're going to win the XG in that game. Yes. <laughs> they're going <laughs> to outplay them. And then fucking our favorite French... I didn't rape her. Uh, Mr. Mopay will score a goal in the last minute and get a draw. Yeah. He's well, and I think Leicester is interesting because the team that Spurs played was not the team that will show up on Sunday, and that's a good thing for Leicester. Harvey Barnes didn't feature. Uh, he came in late. James he came Justin, in. He set up. He set up the. He he he. No, he I'm what I'm saying is he, he played 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to play on Sunday. James Justin made an appearance finally after almost a full year on the sidelines with an ACL injury. I was happy to see him back. We, we have to we have to talk about Brendan. Is he a loser? Well, I'll, I'll give you yeah. the floor on that. Even when he was winning, I thought he was kind of a loser, but he was winning, so it was all right. <laughs> now he gets that FA Cup. He takes a Leicester team that, as much as everyone wants to say, oh, they're just glad to be there, they're glad to be there. They bottled two top four finishes. I mean, they collapsed both yeah. these seasons. By another I, name. What? By another name, you'd call them bottlers, right? I'm, yeah, I'm happy to. I mean, f- they I'm just familiar with one of them. Something is not fresh in Denmark, frankly. Like, there's something about him, or maybe he needs to get over the hump, or maybe he just needs to do something. But something about his little stubby fingers and weird nose just, uh, just make me. You don't have confidence. Like when you see Lester up and doing things, you're just like, oh. Okay, and then you think of the the games against City where it's just like they're down four no, four nil, and it's the most ass kickingly ass kicked anyone has been ass kicked. But they come back and they almost fucking tied the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> at four four. So yeah. which which team is it, and which 
Is it because Rodgers can play when he's free and he's an underdog? Like, you know, the whole season in that 13, 14, they were be a city. They, they were not, they were way behind. They were way ahead of schedule. That, that team should never have been anywhere near that. But Luis Suarez went fucking interplanetary. And if he goes to Aston Villa, it's the greatest thing that's ever fucking happened. I did hear that. I did hear that. That's purely poetic. Yeah, Does it matter? Let's fucking Oh, no. Go. I mean that in the best. I mean, like, that has to happen. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's I the, think, the but they, but then Villa will still lose that's, anyway, right? Like, I, who, who do Villa have? They have some weird team. Yeah, no, they have Everton away. No, they have Everton. Ooh, that's a weird game. Yeah, it is. That's the game. Well, I, I feel that way about every time I see Everton and or Villa on the schedule. I go, yeah, what are you? You know, not really. I mean, I have a better idea of what Villa are at this point, especially with Coutinho in the fold. Especially, uh, they're starting to put the pieces all together again. <laughs> and if they get Suarez, that's a hell of an addition. Um, this is a game. Oh, the you band back this, together. That would be amazing. Be too fun. Yeah. You, you look at this, you go, Villa should win this game. Yeah. Right. And then Danny Ings is just like, fuck. He, yeah. Right. <laughs> these guys, these Liverpool bastards don't get out of my way. Well, he was on Liverpool. Career. He broke his fucking legs. No, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, wherever he is in his life. He was literally Liverpool supposed to replace straight. Suarez. He was after Lambert. He came in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm making the... Uh, so and then, and then they can sell uh Ollie Watkins to Arsenal and everything will work. Yeah. The that ecosystem the, the ecosystem works. Um yeah, I, I, I think Villa comes out strong. Everton's just so at a mess, but Big Duncan gets performances out of them, especially. Well, at I home. mean, that's the thing. He's got that, he's gonna give them fight, he's gonna give them He's going to put the weight of history on them, Talk whereas Benitez took yeah. all of their history away from them, right. right? And it was all precision and tactical, and you play like this. But there was no no warmth, no Everton-ness of it. But yeah. with Duncan, there will be Everton-ness. And he I do also... remember the last time he came in, they, I mean, they got a bump. They played, Chris said, like, the king of Englishness might be Dun- Big Duncan, right? Well, like Scottish, so be careful. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> but he's going to show up for this fucking game like Mel Gibson in Braveheart then. You know the you know? story of him, right? Like someone tramped to rob his house and he fucked the guy up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw him out. Yeah. That's awesome. Like literally like a movie, like throw him out, like 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 the yeah. saloon in Blazing Saddles, like threw him through the window sort of shit. Yeah. That happens way too often in, in England where like the player is out and had his stuff stolen from his house. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They don't have rules there. That's what the fuck is going on. They have more. They ha- it's less crime than here, but it's weird how often that happens. Like yeah, they it's, fucking like sc- less crime like statistically, theft. but it's like actually. Like, can you people just deal drugs? Like stealing stuff is really inefficient. You gotta steal it. You gotta sell it. You gotta hope it doesn't get tracked. The guy's gonna be like, you might have stole this, but it's only it it in Philadelphia. It's worth fifty bucks. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You got to do stuff with it. Yeah, no, no that's fun. a lot of work. It's a whole, like, it's a whole conveyor belt, you know. Yeah, you got to know a guy. It ends up like, like snatch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, just sell trucks. The dog eats the fucking diamond and runs away with the pikeys. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna end it. We got no, no, nothing. No, no, no. Well, we've still got one more oh. unfortunate game to fucking talk about. Oh. And we're oh, going back game. to Stanford Bridge, and I don't want to. And um, at the beginning of this stretch. Now, we didn't get to play Arsenal, but I did say that if you draw – at the beginning of the stretch, it was two games against Chelsea, did obviously, want, in the did Cup. Did you want four points out of it? 
I just wanted to beat Chelsea in the cup, draw Arsenal and lose to Chelsea in the league. And I would have signed for that. <laughs> we lost both legs in the cup. Yeah. We didn't get to play Arsenal, which I think, as I said on the last show, is going to work out to our benefit later in the season because we'll have Sonny and Romero back. Uh-huh. But now we go back to the bridge. The question is, does Bergvine play now? I feel like the answer has to be yes, um, especially in lieu of Sonny still. Well, Conte's um, such a, an emotional manager, you would think he might. You have to kind of ride him a little bit. But and the other thing is, I, I, I said it in, in our... Or save him. No, you got to keep riding him because in, in the same way that when we talked about last season, right after the Crystal Palace shit-kicking in that second half with Mourinho, the, the Liverpool game at Anfield, when Bergvine hits the bar... It's the end on, of the season. It, it was the end of the season. It was at the end of him. It yeah, killed him. Yeah. He got the social media abuse. He got everything. Yeah. So for him to have that moment and for him to have that that confidence booster, not once but twice, and to lift the team from the depths of shit back to, frankly, a point off the top four. Here, here's a question I have, though. When does Conte simply realize he, his best midfielder is Harry Kane? Well, that, yeah. That the answer that they've been looking for is Kane playing Firmino style or playing the, the nine and the ten. Well, right? we've said this a lot. Right? Because with Bergvine and Mora, they just run. Right. And, and, and if and he drops deep, he can he make back. those passes, right? Yeah. So that's the question I have. And then we have to very quickly touch on Mr. Erickson going to Brentford. Oh, God. Well, is that is that locked and loaded? Is that No, I yet? think someone just saw that More fucking Danish. little red flag and was like, yeah. Danish, 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 <laughs> Danish. <laughs> we'll discuss that when it happens. But, I mean, I... I, I it's not going to make me fall back in love with Brentford if that's what you're asking. I'm fucking done with them. I told them one more time and they fucked me again and that's it. Done with them. They were Off so good. Heads. They were so good in the first half. I love them. I love them so much though. Um, I feel like shit going into the bridge again. I think we lose better than it was yeah, two I weeks think, ago. Yeah, but I, think, I still think I think, I think the, 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 the same issue keeps happening. It's just like even poorly playing Chelsea and even not at their best Liverpool – are much better than the other teams in the league. That's, I mean, yeah, that's what we've said for a while, that there is a, a hard and fast line after the number three spot. Although it has gotten small real fast. Um, <laughs> like like Chelsea are just literally dropping to the pack, but because of draws, no, right? They're no, not but losing. The pack has been dropping back too. West Ham, United, Arsenal, Tottenham, all dropping points recently, right? So it's not so much that, yeah, Manchester Liverpool, City. you notice, no, hold on, here's the difference. Goodbye. You notice when Liverpool and Chelsea drop points. <laughs> You notice yeah. when they don't yeah. do well enough. Which is gone. If one of those teams, right, yeah, fuck you, City. <laughs> if one of those other teams is outside, effectively the five-man race for number four, Yeah. if they drop points, you almost don't notice because there's so many teams in that cluster. You're like, oh, well, uh, well, Tottenham are playing well. Well, West Ham are playing well. Well, United got yeah, two but, wins but, in but, but Chelsea don't want to get sucked in to make it a six-man race for two for spots. two spots. Then they, they won't. They won't. You understand that they still have to – there's a – Two more games worth of shit, and I understand it's not that much, but it sort of is, right? Like, okay. But the thing that I worry about is Tuchel's Germanness, that frankness, the thing that really gets him in trouble. That I mean, it's just German personality. I think Klopp is the weird one. 
the most of the German, they're all fucking weirdos except for Klopp. Right. I think. I think Klopp is like feels really American in this weird way. It's like if he became if he moved to California, it was like I don't know why I never lived here before. You'd be like, yeah, well, but sense. I'm like immediately part of the culture. Yeah, you, like, yeah. He's like he just keeps talking about it until you believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean like Gergen Klinsmann, <laughs> that's happened before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean Jurgen Klinsmann, he lives in America. His Kids are American. He's just like, yeah, he's almost, he's barely German anymore. Right. But I think Klopp has that in him. But but Tuchel is very, like, if I were playing for him, I'd be like, yo, shut the fuck up. He's a weird you? dude. And I and I, and I I wonder, I have this question for you. And we'll, we can wrap up on this. Do you think that that complaining that Klopp and Tuchel did during the Christmas period damaged his teams? Because... Guardiola did not do it. He didn't take a shit on the schedule. He just said it is what it is. Now, it's easy to do when you have 25 guys that are worth $40 million each. But Klopp and Tuchel were just like, schedule. God. <laughs> the reason I don't, the reason I think no is that react, that um, impersonation was spot on. And that's exactly what he does. Every single year, anytime we get to the festive period, when Liverpool had the Club World Cup, when if we had, God forbid, we advance in a cup, he immediately just starts bitching and moaning about the schedule. So whether or not, uh, I'm not even saying like that it's not. Yeah, but in this, case, it's maybe, bad, maybe but I'm more saying that I, it I, can't I have a, something a direct to be said for like. This year. The t- I think the teams that but we've had strong holiday periods too, and he like he's done this year in year out. So I just don't think that's going to be no. You did it once, well, actually. No, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? The bitching about the oh yeah 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 yeah. Like he's he's done that since he's been here. Yeah, I and he's done it not just in the holiday period. Like it, it, that's a constant to me. So yeah. it's not going to be. But like I I wonder job. with Tuchel, the Chelsea team is is similar to PSG in that if the players want to, they get you fired. In Chelsea? Yes. Yeah. Now, a lot of that culture is really sort of exited. Well, the team, it's a I part of that. General. It's partly that, and it's also partly... Unless like you're the saying, goalie, then you get fired. Well, right. But it's also partly, uh, you know, the regime is trigger-happy, right? They they did to Frank Lampard, though they hired him too early, and we talked about that one at the time. But I think they kept him on too long. Yeah, but on. they threw out a club legend on the curb like he was a fucking schlub. So... They were right. I'm not saying that they weren't. They were wrong to hire him in the first place, though. Yeah, but right? they they were had the transfer ban. I don't think they thought he would do that well, and he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and then they they jumped. They were like, Tuchel's available. He's world class. Frank, I bet if I bet Marina was like, Frank, you know you're not as we're doing it. I'm sorry. Like you get it. He'd be, like, he'd be like, right. all right, okay, because he's a loser. As a coach, I don't know. I didn't like. It. Anyway, I'm doing it. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Saler- brothers Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of El Chop Sports Network, the Chop Sports Network, and we are friends of Fan Hub. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show because we still have 21. Why don't we have 22? 